0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 22nd of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only, so please... Do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights here. And if you need to, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, then you can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au and you can read the disclaimer there. Or you can also sign up for a free 14-day trial if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community. All right, well, we're showing a little bit of weakness this morning coming into our market. SPY futures on Saturday morning down 45 points or 0.61%. So we're seeing an extension of that weakness that we had last week. 7,351 on SPY. Dow Jones, though, closing down 269 points or 0.75% to 35,602. NASDAQ, though, actually up was up 0.4 of a percent, 64 points, 16,057, breaking through that 16,000 level. And the SPY 500, well, the S&P 500, rather, was down seven points, middle for diddle, down 0.14 of a percent. So nothing really very exciting on the S&P 500. NASDAQ better, but the Dow down 0.75. The Dow has been underperforming uh, very much recently. The VIX index, as a result of all this, starting to poke its head up a little bit, 17.91 up 1.82%. So nothing particularly dramatic, but just a smidge higher. Uh, the big movers on Friday: the oil price was down 2.9% for Brent crude, $2.35, 78.89. So it seems the threat of the release from strategic or oil reserves from both China and the U.S. is having an impact. On Brent crude prices and also WTI, which was down 3.68% to 76.10. So oil coming off, whether it's the threat of the release from those strategic reserves or whether it's the fact that the coronavirus is starting to take hold again in Europe with lockdowns and restrictions. We saw riots over the weekend as well. And even in the US, the seven day average now of coronavirus cases Is 88,000 a day, so that's not to be sniffed at, if you pardon the pun. As far as uh, other commodities go, on Friday we had copper up 1.9, nickel up 1.9, aluminium up 2.4, zinc up 2.16, lead down 0.11, tin unchanged for the session uh, that uh, gave us some moves in the mining stocks overseas Freeport McMoran down 1.3 Alcoa down 0.21 Tech down 1.5 Anglo American up 1.63 Glencore up 0.2 and Vale up 1.6 in US terms BHP was up 0.1 of a percent and Rio in ADRs was up 1.35 percent. Gold price pretty much unchanged, down 0.96 of a percent there, or 0.05 percent. So nothing very dramatic in the gold price. The iron ore price had a good session though, up 4.7 percent, four dollars ten to 91.3. And the Aussie dollar well below 72 and So that's certainly going to help some of our um, exporters in terms of uh, US dollar pricing. Here you can see the S&P 500, it was uh, expiry for some options on Friday, so a little bit of extra volatility added into the mix, but as you can see at the end of the day, having swooned, it rallied and then slipped into the close, closing pretty much unchanged, down 0.14 of a percent. In uh, other stocks in the U.S. on Friday, Apple was up 1.7, Facebook up nearly 2%, Google down 0.6, Microsoft up 0.54%, and U.S. banks easier across the board with um, Bank of America and Wells Fargo around 2% easier, leading the losses there. As far as major stories go, global supply chain constraints starting to ease though those problems not over and the US port backlogs not expected to clear until early 2022. Biden was complimentary of Fed Chair Powell in recent meetings with a bipartisan group of 10 centrist senators. Try saying that in a hurry. Um, but uh, certainly the, uh, the the reappointment of Jerome Powell or the uh, appointment of Lael Brainard will be of major interest this week. All eyes on that decision from President Biden. We certainly should get this decision early this week. So um, that will be interesting. Not a lot of change between the two in terms of their uh, their rhetoric, but uh, Brainard is a little bit more anti-Wall Street, I get the feeling, and would probably come down harder on some of the, uh, the investment banks on Wall Street. So that may not help uh, Wall Street. And also, no one likes change, so it may be that uh, Powell gets the nod because of that and Brainard gets to be number two. A recent Fed speech suggests Central Bank likely to consider more aggressive tapering schedule, but Wall Street seems sceptical of a near-term change. Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey says UK economic activity slowing and risks to inflation forecast now two-sided, whatever that means, suggesting December rate hike not yet a done deal. He has not been great at being clear to the markets in terms of what was going to happen with rates. He was very much uh, telling the markets that he was going to raise rates at the last meeting only a couple of weeks ago and then did nothing and said the markets read him wrongly. Uh, so it doesn't really help when you've got bad communication going on there. then a push to change narrative on inflation. White House may step up blame on corporate America for raising prices. Well, that's going to work well. U.S. seven-day average of new COVID cases nearing 95,000 is up 33,000 in the past two weeks. And Japan can r- confirms it is considering releasing oil from reserves to combat surging prices, but it may run into legal obstacles. And the PBOC advisor has warned China's economy could enter a period of quasi-stagflation. Calls for extended time frame to address structural problems. What's on today? Well, Blackstone could firm up its crown bid by Christmas, according to the newspapers today, and Packer could get his money by Easter, according to some reports. Commonwealth Bank also warning that house prices could drop 10% in 2023, but 22 looks okay, with a 7% rise predicted, so basically they'll stay where they are at the moment. And CBA believes the RBA will raise rates in November 2022. New lockdowns across Europe, There is a spike in COVID cases, that's certainly weighing on investor confidence, that's a big factor at the moment. And in tech stocks on Friday, Tesla up 3.7, Apple up 1.7. The artist formerly known as Facebook, Meta up 2%, Microsoft up half a percent, and it's hip to be square, down at 2.26%, so that will weigh on Afterpay today. 10-year yield as well in the U.S., 1.55%, so a little bit of uh, weakness there in that yield for U.S. 10 years. Maybe they're worried that the uh, emergence of the COVID cases in the U.S. will dampen their economy. Australia still 1.8%, Germany now down to minus 0.35%, so that's quite a big negative It might be a double negative move uh, to uh, minus 0.35%. And the Aussie dollar now below 72.50. So certainly um, under some pressure at the moment. Oil logging its weekly, the biggest weekly drop since August. COVID crisis there to blame also the strategic reserve releases. And Shell is teaming up with Infrastructure Capital Group. They're going to be buying Meridian's Australian Power Shop business, which is in the retail energy business. And wannabe IPO before pay, <coughs> excuse me, is coming to the market, but write-off still an issue. Before pay is basically a dressed-up high-tech payday lender that will lend money on people's paychecks, coming up and charge you five percent interest rate for doing so. But unfortunately, the amount of people that don't actually pay back the money uh, does tend to negate the amount of interest they're charging. WA tab is up for grabs. Matt Tripp is in the running. Matt Tripp is one of the guys involved with Betmakers as well, and he was one of the guys that was involved in the bid for Tabcorp. <coughs> and Tabcorp and Entain also interested. A billion dollars is the price tag there. Glencore's one billion Cobar Copper Mine has two interested parties. The Metals Acquisition Corp, which is a SPAC put together by Nev Power, Nev Power of... Fortescue fame he was the CEO there for a long time and also Bill Beament, who was the CEO and driving force behind Northern Star so they have uh, funded a SPAC called the Metals Acquisition Corp and they are looking for acquisitions and the Cobar Copper Mine from Glencore could be their first. Moxico Resources also Part of the mix there, that is a uh, London firm with some big hitter investors behind it as well. Uh, They could be looking to take that mine and list it on the London Stock Exchange. Question of the day today, what is the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? What is the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? That could be financial or even personal advice or even going back to your childhood days. What's the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? Well, that's it from me today. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas, and comments on there. As many of you will know that registered for the Friday afternoon session of Ask the Analyst, we did have some technical problems and the system wouldn't let me in at the required time. And we sent out an email saying it was not going to happen. And then miraculously, it did happen. So I plowed on regardless and then did about an hour and 20 minute session on Friday night. But to make up for that, I'll be doing another session this evening at 5.30 and the link is on the website and I'll also post it on Facebook for those who are still interested. It'll just be questions and answers. No in-depth look at some of the stocks suggested. That was done on Friday and there is a link to that webinar on, uh, on our website as well. If you're interested in the podcast, we do have a stream now of four different Podcasts. There's the Marcus Strategy Podcast. There's the On The Desk Podcast, which is market conversations with the guys in Melbourne. And there's my On The Couch Podcast with me talking to uh, industry experts and some CEOs and fund managers about uh, the wonderful world of investing and also uh, how their companies and those sorts of things are going. So a far more generalist kind of session. But you can sign up for one, two, three or four of those podcasts, and we'd love to have you subscribing to Marcus Today. You can sign up for a 14 day free trial if you're not yet a member. MarcusToday.com.au. Thanks very much for listening, and have a great session.